All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 8th of August. In the top news, Pakistan's government said yesterday that it is downgrading diplomatic relations and suspending bilateral trade with India. The decision comes after a meeting held by Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan to propose a legal, political and diplomatic response to India's move of revoking Jammu and Kashmir's autonomous status. That's according to a statement. Pakistan resolved to take the matter to the United Nations. India, for its part, has said that Jammu and Kashmir is an integral part of India and the issue is strictly internal to the country. There may be relatively little at stake commercially with this latest update. Bilateral trade between the two countries amounted to about $2.5 billion in 2018. That's roughly 3% of Pakistan's total trade and about 0.3% of that of India. Let's look at some of the other news now. Asset managers are seeking regulatory approval to join creditors to DHFL as the company tries to pull itself out of distress. A body of mutual funds has written to the Securities and Exchange Board of India seeking clarity on whether they can participate in an inter-creditor agreement drafted by banks who have lent to the company. The NBFC has about 6,300 crore rupees of principal and interest repayments on rupee bonds due in August and September to mutual funds, insurers and pension funds. In the automotive sector, Maruti Suzuki has cut production in July by 25%, making this the sixth month in a row that it has reduced its output. Meanwhile, representatives of the automotive industry have asked the finance minister to consider a reduction in the goods and services tax rate, solve what they saw as a liquidity crunch and also relook at the scrappage policy in a bid to kickstart demand. The meeting was attended by as many as 21 representatives of the automotive industry, including Maruti Suzuki, Hyundai, Honda and Toyota, as well as dealers and components manufacturers. American luxury jewellery retailer Tiffany & Co. will soon make its way to the Indian market through a joint venture with Reliance Brands. It will open an outlet in Delhi this year and in Mumbai next year. In international news, Donald Trump has stepped up his assault on the Fed, renewing his demands for a bigger and faster rate cut. He wrote in a series of tweets complaining that incompetence was a terrible thing to watch, shrugging off concerns about China. He said that the United States was bearing the brunt of the Federal Reserve's pride and its unwillingness to admit its mistake of acting too fast and tightening too much. In the commodities space, oil has extended a decline after Brent crude closed in a bear market on Tuesday. It clawed back losses in after-hours trading in New York after Saudi Arabia contacted fellow crude producers to discuss ways to halt the slide in prices. Last I checked, Brent crude, which was only recently closed to $65 to a barrel, was at $57.5 a barrel. U.S. equities and benchmark treasury yields mounted an impressive comeback late in the day, reversing sharp drops as investors turned more positive on the outlook of global growth amid central bank moves to ease monetary policy. The S&P 500 index eked out a modest gain after tumbling as much as 2%. 
The Dow ended lower by about a tenth of a percent, while the Nasdaq climbed about 0.4%. Asian stocks are mixed at this point. Of the three early rises, the Nikkei in Japan and the, the Australian benchmark were trading weak, while the Kospi was positive last I checked. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are we looking in India today? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The global queues are decent at this point of time. They're muted but uh, no negative surprise coming in. The SDX Nifty is also stable. Uh, crude, however, was down almost 5% overnight. Uh, in terms of earnings, Ultratech Cement is the only Nifty company that will report numbers today. Among the other results, there is Page Industries, Mahanagar Gas, Godrej Properties, Thermax, Tata Chemicals, Engineers India, Hexaware, Adani Enterprises, Adani Transmission. So see, these are some of the numbers that you need to watch out for. MSCI came out with the changes overnight. So they have added HDFC Life to the Global Standard Index and they have deleted Union Bank of India from the Global Small Cap Index and the changes are effective as of close of August 27th. In terms of numbers announced, Tata Steel results were in line with estimates. The lower other income and higher tax rate impacted the profit. The EBITDA per ton for the India operations was strong while the number for Europe disappointed. The management reaffirmed its debt reduction guidance of almost $1 billion for FY20, but they have cut the CAPEX guidance by 25%. They executed an MOU to sell 70% stake in its Thailand arm to Synergy Metals, so that probably is a positive. HCL Tech revenues were in line while margins and profit missed estimates. The revenue performance was driven by large deals that were won in the last six years. The growth was driven by the IT business, ERD and uh, uh, product segment. Margins were impacted by higher SGNA investments in ERS and visa costs. In terms of uh, the guidance, yes, they have maintained the guidance both on the revenue front and margin front. HPCL results were below estimates. The miss would have been even larger if not for the Forex gain. The reported GRM stood at just 0.75 per dollar per barrel compared to 4.7 uh, per barrel reported by Indian Oil. And they posted EBITDA losses in the refining segment on weak GRM in and as well as inventory losses. The marketing segment was decent. Petronet results were in line with estimates. The margins were boosted by NDS. Orbindo was also in line with estimates. The US revenues and ARV revenues were strong for the company. Siemens results were in line with estimates, but the board has decided not to pursue the sale of the mobility, rail and mechanical drive business to the parent, which is a big key overhang that will be removed. Lemontry revenues up 11%, EBITDA up 29%. There was a net loss of 2 crores due to increase in finance cost. Oracle Finance strong set of numbers revenues up five percent profit up 16 percent EBITDA up 16 percent even Phoenix Mills uh, came out with decent set of numbers in terms of stocks to watch uh, watch out for Reliance Industries Tiffany company and Reliance brands uh, announced uh, plans to enter the Indian market uh, Gujarat Alkalis has said that the operation of the phosphoric acid plant in the hedge has been restored and finally in terms of IPO Affle India will be listed on the bourses the base price was uh, 745 but remember the issue got subscribed 86.5 times. Also, also watch out for Sipla today. Multiple brokerages have uh, downgraded the counter. The results came in during market hours yesterday, but the commentary in the conference call was weak, so probably should see a bit of negative reaction. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoy listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 